Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. All right, time to wake the bear. Oh, absolutely. This is our 70th episode. I'm so excited. It's amazing. Yes. Time goes fast when you're having fun, doesn't it? Absolutely. So how did you guys fare the storm we had all last week? Well, we're drying out up here. Um, we have a bunch of crazy stuff happen, um, but see, we're putting the pieces back together. The nice thing is to hear that all the churches in Santa Cruz are all pulling together to help um, storm victims. So that's a really good thing to hear. We had, there was a phone call today. We call it the Big C phone call, where the big church, meaning the universal church of Jesus Christ, the people that believe in Jesus, getting together to say, all right, what can we do now to really serve um, people who, are, who, are, who had you know, homes and businesses damaged? Yeah, we had so much rain. I think some bears were probably coming out of their caves because they probably got washed washed out. And Absolutely. speaking of a lot of rain, we have some... Um, some uh, people in the government that are going to be uh, visiting our area. What did you all hear? Yeah, I read an article that uh, Joe Biden, the resident in chief, is going to be visiting Santa Cruz County uh, to observe some of the storm damaged areas. So sounds like a bit of a PR plan going on here. Yeah, especially when he, it took so long for him to go to the border. Uh, this one might be a safe one for him. I, well, I maybe, guess. He's, maybe he's coming, but it's going to be two years from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't maybe. go to the border. That's it. Well, if you know FEMA rules that in order to get FEMA money and FEMA loans and in order for a state to be established in a state of emergency where they are able to get federal funding, the president has to be invited by the governor and they tour together the the wreckage or the disaster area and then they formally um they formally decide is this is this going to qualify for a disaster? So I, I do think that they're just dotting their eyes and crossing their T's. So I, I think both Gavin Newsom and uh, Biden are supposed to be in our area. So be looking for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll be looking for them. Yes. A lot of destruction, definitely. And speaking of a lot of destruction, you know, two days ago on the 16th, um, there was a report on the mainstream media about uh, 40 people dead in a a Russian missile attack on an apartment building. Hmm. And when I saw that, you know, I was just like, oh, that is just, well, it is horrible no matter what. Um, But you know what? It, it, It turns out that it wasn't the Russians that actually bombed that apartment building. Um, so what had happened was is uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky, his top advisor, uh, was interviewed about this uh, bombing, and he said, "Well, actually, we downed the rocket in, and it was in uh, Dnipro, and we downed that rocket, and it landed on the apartment building." So he said that 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 missile was not intended for that target, uh, but since we hit it. And it was, of course, it was U.S.-backed uh, anti-missile defense um, products. And so we're kind of playing a part to it as well. But it's interesting how you'll have a mainstream media that says, oh, look, the Russians bombed these innocent people. 
And then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, you find out by the top advisor, well, actually, we downed it, we as in Ukraine, uh, and it landed on that building. So I thought well, that was very interesting. Yeah, the, the hard part is, is that when, when the, the, you know, they always say this, and my wife and I were marveling the other night on the news, they're like, we're the first to cover this, we're the first to cover this. And, and Christina was like, why do we care that you're the first to cover it? Well, we, and I was, saying, you know, I was saying, yeah, what we care about is that you truthfully cover it and find out the facts before you start making statements. And what we're seeing and we've been seeing for a long time is the media, it's all Putin bad, Russia, you know, Russia bad, Ukraine good, you know, and, and of course anybody dying, that's, that's a huge issue. I mean, war sucks and we sh there should be no war, but the, you know, it's just obvious the it was collateral damage. It wasn't Russia purposely destroying, killing civilians, but that's what they want us to believe. So um, th that's what you get when it comes out in the media. Yeah, well, and yeah. one of the things that we need to remember is that um, those missiles shot from Ukraine, they were prob they're probably American made. And I remember when we first dropped a lot of these missiles, there was great concern because of the the lack of training and who was going to who was going to continue to maintain them, who is going to make sure they were used right that the you know, I don't think you just like push a button on a video game and a missile launches. I, I would think that there's some technical expertise. So I think we might be seeing the beginning of some of the problems that we created when we dumped uh, highly skilled need missiles and other uh, weapons in Ukraine without prop proper um, training and without uh, having the personnel there to really advise with it. Yeah, I, I think we're we're getting. This is just the beginnings of more and more exposure. I I, I think for tonight's theme, you know, I, I think show number seventy. Uh, I would like to call this the traps have been set, and the mm. teams are selected. It is go time, and I think that's what's happening right now is we're actually starting to see more and more exposure of how just corrupt the left is, and how corrupt the deep state is. And um, Ron, you were mentioning that there's a, a substack that came out this week that just um, really um, profound a couple guys getting together and, and reviewing um, some of the Q posts and, and seeing what's going on. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So there's a, a new group uh, called Badlands Media, and there are actually three people, three big uh, giants in the truther movement that got together. And I've been following them for a while, and I've really enjoyed each of them. One is Zach Payne from uh, Red Pill 78. Um, and so he's one of them. Then there's John Harold, known as Patel Patriot. And he came out around January 6th or probably like half a year later. And he was the one that started to see the patterns of devolution. And that was a really low point in a lot of people's mind as far as what has happened, you know, January 6th and we're losing and all of a sudden there's no hope. And then all of a sudden he comes along and says, you know, I'm looking at this inauguration thing and it looks a lot like a devolution. And so that was John. So he's the second person. And then you got Frankie Val. Frankie Val is uh, quite frankly, is the um, show that he does. And he also shares a show with Tracy Beans uh, called um, Undercover DC and I've been I've been listening to Undercover DC for quite a few years, and I, I really like uh, Frankie Val as well. And so those three got together and said, "Hey, let's start Badlands Media." And so I got uh, an email out this uh, this particular week, and it was called "The Chosen One," and it's talking about 
how, uh, you know, at one time Donald Trump had said he called himself the chosen one and, and that just trolled the left big time and they got all freaked out. But actually, if you think about it, it's actually Joe Biden that is the chosen one. And what I mean by that is, uh, one, who chose him and why do they say he's the chosen one? And what it was is for the plan, the plan to expose the corruption and all the just the fraud and all that stuff. What better person to have at the helm than to have Joe Biden? And so they go through this history and the history was, you know, they, they and they, some of them quote Q. They said, you know, Q back in uh, January 4th, 2018 said, what makes a good movie? Great actors. And so they were saying, what what kind of actors did we have recently? Well, we had the whole thing with um, getting the um, the House Speaker, and you know, it came down to a lot of um, push back and forth with MAGA Republicans versus Rhinos, and um, you had people like uh, Matt Gates and and Marjorie Taylor Greene, and they were holding out along with a bunch of others. And what was interesting was there was a five year delta on January seventh, twenty eighteen. Q said a good win, win, when 15 in brackets. Uh, and so the 15, it took 15 rounds of voting before they actually got the speaker of the house. And, and, and so when they got the speaker, uh, Kevin McCarthy, it was um, on Saturday, early in the morning, January 7th. So exactly to the date, a five-year Delta and it was 15 rounds uh, before they got that win. And they call it a win because Donald Trump was saying, hey, uh, perhaps we should take the win, go with Kevin McCarthy, and let's just just you know close this out and uh, send Nancy you know home packing or packing to go home. And so they go in, they they detail that. And, you know, they, they quote Q again saying, you know, sometimes you can't tell the truth, uh, uh, the public, the truth, you must show them. And so yeah. how do you show them? You show them and it's part of this game theory is basically you show them how bad can it get if you allow this lawlessness to happen and, and put the right people in charge to show you. And so they quote Q again, and it says, what advantages might exist when you know the other side's playbook? And then it says trap enjoy yeah. the show so they they talk about this list of traps and i think uh brandon you kn knew a couple right off um without even reading the article. well i mean uh, right off the bat i thought you know the traps that have been set were the taxes uh trump's taxes and then the document invasion um of trump's documents at uh, mar-a-lago and in both situations one um it turns out that nothing you know trump fought and fought and fought to have his taxes not be exposed and then they finally took him and got him anyways. And then it found out it was a big nothing. Like he, you couldn't prove he did anything wrong. And it, which we all knew that. I mean, the reality is you can't, you know, you can't actually, um, Trump uses like, you know, he's got the highest paid lawyers and accountants in the world to do his taxes. You're not going to find anything, uh, you know, there. And then, well, now they have the legal precedent to see the taxes of Joe Biden, right? And then the same thing with the documents at Mar-a-Lago. It's like it was a trap to set up. Yeah, but he's got some documents over there. And, we need, and so they let the, and they do this ridiculous, you know, you know, event where they go in and raid Mar-a-Lago for documents that he has every legal right to have. And then, of yeah, course, we're behind lock and key, too. Right. They? And Secret Service with surveillance cameras. 
And, and he's the president of the United States. He's under his different documentation. And they thought they were going to pull something off and play this big game. And it was a bait. He, so Trump has been the bait all the way through for the, the bait to show that the media is corrupt, the bait to show that, you know, that, the, that there's a deep state. And it was interesting because I, I watched a, a video this week of uh, uh, Patel, um, not Patel Patriot, but Cash Patel. And he said, make no mistake, Biden is not the target. It is the deep state that is the target. The deep state is who they're trying to expose and show to the world. And they're doing it in increments so that the world can see that there is an administrative state that is actually controlling um, the, the United States government and not the, we the people. And I, I, I still firmly believe, I hope and believe that we are seeing a, a PSYOP in front of us that is exposing the deep state so that the people are like what Trump said on his inauguration. Today is the day of where the power goes from these corrupt politicians behind me to back to the hands of the people. And you've got you cannot tell them what's taking place. They won't believe you. You have to show them. Exactly. And who better to show them than Biden? And so one of the things they did early on when Biden was running against other Democrats for, uh, you know, for the top runner for presidency, um, he was running against people like uh, Elizabeth Warren. And she was actually winning in the polls. She was starting to grow and he was starting to drop. He was losing support. He wasn't really running a, a very aggressive campaign. You're starting to see uh, him wear down and even signs of dementia. And so as a result, you know, he was going to start to fall out. And so uh, President Trump, he had to get that back in, he had to get um, uh, Biden back in. So what he did is he started to taunt um Elizabeth Warren, you know, yeah. he called her Pocahontas and that just went crazy. And it, what it did is it created a lot of attention uh, on her and, and she started to grow because, you know, there, how dare you, you know, Trump say such a insensitive thing and he was drawing attention to her. And then what he did is he put out the bait for her. He says, you go take a DNA test, Pocahontas. And, and so she did, and she wound up getting her results back and it was one 1024th you know um so basically she didn't really have anything in her any of us yeah yeah exactly now, now that was due to something uh, she was trying to get a job with um harvard wasn't she harvard law school and and she she thought she'd get a little advantage being a minority yeah that's the first time it had come out um and so she she played that card and but you know she was totally utterly obliterated by by that uh and she became the laughing stock right i mean you remember all the memes about 1 1024th you know percent uh and so what he did is he took her out of the race and then democrats were still losing uh faith in having uh biden run as president because they said there's no way they could beat him and what the focus was with the Democrats was, according to the polls back then, they said, according to one poll, 97% of uh, likely Democratic voters believe that beating Trump was the ex ex extremely important. And only 28% um, felt that he, uh, they were certain he would win. And so they didn't have a high, high um, expectation, but they definitely had a very high um, a reason to, to, to choose him. And that was because um, they they wanted to get rid of Trump, and so it wasn't based on policy; it was based on yeah. who 
who can we do? And and so anyway, he started to build, Biden started to build a following from that. And then Biden started to get really loud and like, oh, I could beat you any day. I can take you on, you know, and it, it's kind of like almost the uh, the whole thing about I could beat you up sort of thing. And so it, it was getting you behind the bleachers and yeah. Yeah. And so what happened, what turned it around, though, was uh, when President Trump decided, oh, I should start acting afraid. And he's like, oh, maybe he can beat me. And so he started talking to his staff and his staff would leak. Hey, he's concerned that President Biden could win. And and everyone assured him, no, there's no way he could win. He goes, but what if what if he did win? And so what he was doing is letting that leak out. Because I remember those leaks, you know, like, oh, he's really concerned. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, OK. And they and they just rallied around Joe Biden thinking, oh, he does have a chance. Look, Trump must know something we don't. He's he's getting nervous about, uh, you know, Biden taking him on. And so basically he just played everybody like a fill. And it was just beautiful. <laughs> so so that's what got him in. And basically, they you know, they, they there's no coincidences. And they, there's a reason why they did this. And, and it was who better who better to expose the crimes of the Obama administration than his own VP? They said, who's better to expose the bribery by other, you know, by our politicians, think China, you know, then think Biden, you know, who better to expose all the money laundering through foreign uh, aid? Well, think Ukraine, Ukraine. and then think Ukraine. Biden family, you know, and who better to ex- uh, expose how past presidents hide all their crimes by misusing classified laws. And we're talking about like, you know, Obama and all that stuff. Well, he was the king of it. I mean, he had it, in a, you know, his garage. Um, and so there seems to never be any um, consequences, you know. And so anyway, I, I think that um, they were brilliant. And I think Donald Trump is brilliant uh, in what he's doing. And so I, I take a, a little bit of comfort in that. Uh, I know that my comfort is God is in control. And I believe that God chose Donald Trump for a reason. And the reason why is because it drives them crazy. You know, just the the things that he says, he trolls, he's a little bit abrasive, all that stuff. If you had a total polite guy or a real weak, weak sounding person, they're not going to make much ruffles, but he would ruffle their feathers so much that they would just say, at all costs, we'll do whatever it takes to get rid of them. We'll even act, you know, and do things that don't even make sense. And so the election will will utilize COVID to make a world Trump cataclysmic event. Fauci will predict that that during the administration, there will be a major health crisis, right? Right. So all these things played out. It's a, you know, basically they, he, Trump was this cacophonous, bully that that the the enemy had to put down but you know because he might he's gonna win and they knew he's he he was getting these numbers and he was gonna win so they would try everything they can to get him out and by doing so they exposed the hand of the enemy in the deep state yep so let me just ask um in that the badlands article that you quoted uh, ron were they insinuating that biden was kind of an insert and was in on it and really quite the actor and or were they insinuating that all this was done by um background kind of manipulation by by just really skillful chess playing 
Uh, the second one, skillful chess, chess playing. I think they, they said, hey, this guy has got problems. We've done some investigations. It's no secret of the things he's done. You got to remember, he's been in uh, he's been in Congress for 52 or 53 years and really has not been known for pushing any great you know, bills or anything. So he's been kind of a useless um, person and he's got a past. And he and so I think they saw him as like, this is the guy we need. He is so corrupt. And we know how corrupt he is. You know, I'm sure people within Washington know who's who and what people are guilty of, and they don't say anything. But I think they knew. And so they picked him because he has a history more than probably any of them. You know, a lot of them haven't been in quite as long as him. So I that's what it sounded years. like to me in that article. 47 so years of his compromised history. Yeah, it's re it's really a tool then to to help people kind of slowly wake up on their own as they observe what's going on in the th the two-tiered justice system and and the incompetencies and um did you see this week uh where you know they're they're talking about all the documents with the twitter files and uh the things that are coming out with the the discrepancies that um Biden has spent over uh, it was like 125 days um, it, since his his inauguration in Delaware, and then they were taught that this whole thing about Hunter um, being charged forty nine thousand and some dollars rent a month, you know, this kind of yeah, hinting um, at the money laundering. And then they actually did you see as part of this um, setting the trap that they were that that the the company that um, is actually on. I believe the title of the house that Biden owns is a Chinese Chinese company. company. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh my gosh, this house might Chinese be owned company. by the Chinese. So so uh, owns the, you know, their Western White Houses when Reagan, so this would be the Delaware White House is actually owned by a Chinese company. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Yeah. And so there, there's so much um, that he was a part of, you know, I, I mean, even the whole the whole thing to get him to win. Right. With the whole fake election, the covid, you know, I, I ran across a really interesting um, news coverage of what happens when people die suddenly from heart attacks. Uh, 1979. I, I want to play this. I know you probably don't even know what it is, but it's uh, it's after like a dozen people, they shut shut everything down. I'm going to try to share the screen real quick for this. Um, but it was uh, very interesting. You know what? I don't know if I can. They, they said uh, you're either right now, your blood is either boiling or clotting. But what you're finding out what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Yes, that is. And, you know, I think we're just kind of keeping that, as you're pulling that up, keeping our theme here tonight. I really do believe I'm, I'm becoming encouraged again. And I've gone through this cycle probably 70 times, probably, right? So on the show 70, uh, you know, being encouraged and then being, having my hopes stashed and encouraged, having, you know, you know. I, I'm, I'm encouraged again because I, I just kind of see what's going on. I see that there's, it's like all the traps have been set. The last two years has been exposing, uh, you know, and you and letting the deep state really do everything they can 
to try to flip it, flip the narrative. And now, you know, I think in uh, Congress, we're seeing the teams being set up. And I think of like um, major uh, 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 MJT, it was, uh, what's her name? Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes. Marjorie Taylor Greene is now going to be in charge of Homeland Security. And that woman is going to go after the you know, Mayorkas and others who have just messed that whole thing up. So I, I want to make a, a prophetic prediction about Mayorkas. I don't think he's long for his job. No, I <laughs> That's agree. not I agree. a spiritual. I don't need anything for God to tell me that he is in big trouble. And with her going after an exposure of the things that he's done, you know, um, I just think we ought to do a show on Mike Flynn's um, his theory of the fifth generation warfare, because what we're seeing and what you're describing with the traps and what is going on, you know, what are we being, what is being orchestrated, but brilliantly behind the line. I mean, it's really what generals do during uh, conventional warfare, but this is an, an information warfare. So, so um, kind of the, the look here, don't look there or pretend to be weak when you're strong and, and be, look like you're strong when you're weak, those kind of things and not really understanding who's on your side, intentional misinformation and leaking things to the press so that the the people, um, because if your enemies know what's going on, there's really um, no secret. You don't want to release your plans. And I know uh, that's been one of the things Cash Patel has is, is talked about and um, th that we've seen some things denied and some things at times like Flynn is, has admitted to some things. And then a few weeks later, he'll say, no, I don't think that's really true. And it's not because he doesn't have integrity. It's because he's a, he's a brilliant strategic tactical. Right. Yeah. That's it. He knows how to do battle in a war. Well, it reminds me of like, um, you know, when we play football, the the quarterback will fake a, a, a dive and then he'll hold the ball and go around the end and he'll either pass it or he'll fake uh, another, you know, a, a sweep and then, or, or keep it. So there's a constant misdirection going on in any form of warfare. And uh, it's funny, this week I actually watched uh, Dallas play and actually win one of the major um, championship games. And uh, the, sure enough, um, the quarterback for the, the Dallas Cowboys did this perfect uh, fake and everybody bit. And he just ran around the end and ran into the end zone. So I think I you know I think that's kind of a picture of what's going on right now is all these fakes and all these plans and all this cyber warfare and all this um, information warfare is 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 starting to play out where i really am encouraged i think the next two years are going to be fantastic we're going to see so many of the traps tripped and and exposed i mean twitter for one is just amazing all of the information coming out all the things that everybody thought you know oh the conspiracy theorists oh the misinformation people and and it turns out they were we were right for 10, 17 to 1 basically yeah yeah definitely Hey, I got that uh, queued up. I wanted to just show you the re how people reacted uh, to pandemics or actually vaccines that go bad uh, back in 1979. I'm going to share the screen. There we go. Okay. Number one news team. Good 
Good evening, everybody. I'm Bill Bonds, and here's a look at what's happening tonight. And what's happening is that the swine flu vaccination program ground to a halt from coast to coast today. There have been now 12 reported deaths so far, with victims dying just a few hours after receiving those inoculative shots. All of the victims were elderly persons, and all, we are told, died of apparent heart attacks. So 12 people. Wow. 12 people. And, you know, we see these uh, documentaries have died suddenly. And... Uh, you know, big difference. So big wow, difference. Amazing. Yeah. I was having some flashbacks with those wide ties in that <laughs> the page boy haircut going back yeah. to the 70s. I was hearing a little uh staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> oh, I know. Back then I was just a kid. But you know, it's just really interesting how different 12 people and they just shut it down and they were so quick to say, hey, look, we shut the, you know, it got shut down. Such a uh, such a polar opposite of today. Really sad. Yeah, I remember, today. I remember being out on uh, at a protest down in San, uh, downtown Santa Cruz, and we were, I was protesting, and I was Facebook living that protest, and I had people who attacked me saying, "Why are you out there protesting?" I'm like, "People are dying from these vaccines," and they're like, "Oh, are you?" You know, people are attacking and saying, "Well, are you against the the vaccine for polio?" And I'm like, I, I, "That does not make. That's not. That, that's not the point." The point is, is the vaccines that are being used today are, are causing people to die. And it used to be that if 10 people got had a, a, a reaction, they would take the product off the market or they, they would blackball it or they would you know, red box it. And then if it got up to like a certain amount, they'd take it off. Well, this one, there's the, all the holds are off. Like there, there's you know, thousands of people reporting dying, you know, twice, yeah. I mean, it's up now to 40,000 people uh, having died from this and that, that, that that's actually been reported on bears open bears and still you know the information is being um hidden from from people because of the media is so corrupt yeah yeah, yeah i remember you saying it many times this forty thousand, those are vaccine reported by physicians as um uh vaccine injuries so they had to have some very close time to when they had the vaccinations. And now we're seeing this very, very troublesome um, large number of um, sudden adult uh, death syndrome. They're, you know, trying to rename it of some mysterious um, nature. And they, those are not part of the, the vaccine injuries that we're talking about. Those are, uh, you know, basically the, the, um, the reported uh, deaths that no one is quite giving a cause of death to. Yeah, Open Vares right now says there are 2,400,000 111 um, adverse reactions to the vaccines uh, by the three different companies or four different companies that are making them. The reports of these deaths are um, at 33,591 COVID vaccine reported deaths. Um, 43,000 total reported deaths. So some people are saying that, you know, some of them are, you know, 33,000 of them are for sure reported deaths from back from the COVID vaccine uh, or the experimental jab. I don't like to even call it a vaccine. And so there, I'm showing this on the screen here. Those, yeah. That's what's going on. So let me ask you a question on that one. Uh, when when they show those numbers, those aren't the people that are like falling over in the middle of a football game where they they just say died suddenly and they they're not attributing it to that, right? So that they don't even count those people, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, here's Demar Hamlin falls down on an NFL football game on a Monday night game, 
first time in a long time that a football game has been canceled. And there's very few times they're ever canceled. And, you know, he, you know, and they're saying, Oh no, no, it can't be, it can't be. It's a, it's a coincidence. It's not actually a cause. And it's just ridiculous that a, a very, very healthy football player takes a, a, mo- a moderate hit to the chest with all this padding on all of a sudden, but, it had, but you can't trace it back to the vaccine. It's like, give me a break, you know? Yeah. So that number is actually probably quite a bit larger. Yes. Yeah. And or besides a- the 1% of the reporting, the Harvard study had said only 1% really get reported to bears. So yeah. it would be a lot larger anyway. Yeah. Did you see the report? Um, I can't think of, um, I should know who I heard it from, but that China did not allow and um, was not, didn't give any vaccinations to their, um, to youth or children that they, um, they did not approve it and they didn't want, um, they didn't give it to their people. Did you see that? That came out yesterday or today. We'll have it in our show notes. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but we'll definitely put that in our show notes. Yeah, that's very telling, especially if it's a strategic move. You know, you don't want your military people or your your kids to be um, sick. You want to have a vibrant next generation. Yeah, look at this one. Uh, back then on the Washington Post, it said Burks and Fauci reject. Fox News has promoted theory that coronavirus deaths are inflated, right? And then in January 13th, now opinion and Washington Post, we are overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. That's a problem. Like this is information that we were saying way back, you know, two years ago that would get you blocked. Actually, this is from a post um, by uh, um, the uh, Kennedy, um, Robert Jr. Uh, Robert Jr. Kennedy. Robert yeah, Kennedy, yeah, he's on the 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 council for the um, children's health defense, and he and he said this exact thing would have got you deplatformed. They actually got me. He said this got me deplatformed um, by the media and by the social media companies, and now they're all saying what we had said all along was true. So once again, another score for the um, the uh, conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I wonder Absolutely. if they're going to give their money. The incentivized death um, uh, reporting, they'll give the money back. You know, I think the taxpayers should demand when the the uh, review of the true numbers that those that were inflated should be returned. Well, the Pentagon right now, uh, I saw read yesterday that they are uh, looking into back pay for military that were um, kicked out because they didn't take the vax, and so they're looking into that right now. So that's interesting. That's a total change. So things are changing. Things are turning around. We're we're seeing things turn around for sure. Um, Okay. Here's another big thing going on that kind of goes along with um, the traps being set. I think the deep state is working really hard. Um, How many of you guys know that the world economic forum has already been for the last four months um, predicting that there will be a cyber polygon uh, where, um, uh, a catastrophic attack on the internet will keep people from having internet all over the world. And they're calling it a cyber polygon. Um, Chris, you had a little bit of a theory about zero day on that with X 22, right? Yeah. I think that, um, you know, the, this whole, 
the when the WEF begins to game disasters or game situations and all the the UN and the the um the Davos crew uh that come around Klaus Schwab, you've got to pay attention because they are um, they're showing kind of their hand and giving pe- uh, the the elites a chance. Their leaders that that are um, part of that organization a chance to see where uh, the plan is going. And so, lots of cyber systems. Um, this week, I I saw some. Um, I'm part of a, a FEMA newsletter, and they they released that there were some ethical carjackers uh, that were helping to test for car makers and manufacturers um, cyber vulnerabilities in these electric cars and these um, the computerized cars. And these aren't future cars where we've heard that uh, that they'll have kill switches in uh, I think it's 2026. Um, they're requiring car makers to have kill switches. This is today. And the the cyber um, hackers were able to control and fi- um, do the the uh, GPS and the braking system and uh, turn. They, they were able to turn on and off these vehicles. Wow. There were about um, 12 different manufacturers that named. And one of the things, because it was FEMA and I was related to FEMA with the EMS, Emergency Medical Services, uh, they said that this could affect massively crews and the fleets of ambulances in emergency response situations. And so there is this whole, uh, today that came out on a a government newsletter uh, that there's concern about um, the vulnerabilities in the vehicles. And then they also said that um, in the same article, there was a government watchdog group that was uh, paid to see how quickly they could hack the um, Department of Interior's website. And they were able to get in very, very quickly. I think the number was 20 minutes and they were getting user accounts, passwords, and finding all sorts of vulnerabilities in the Department of Interior website. And so when you notice things like this being highlighted, um, you go, okay, this whole cyber polygon thing it might not just be uh, coincidental. There might be a um, a plan. And uh, one of in on X twenty two, Dave has been using host of that show, the the term zero day, and uh, he uh, says that's the day when cyber um, function will be disconnected on a global scale in such a way that. Um, it's going to affect all all nations, and you know everything is cyber connected, from security systems to banking to foods to refrigeration mm-hmm. systems. To, I mean, what isn't um, controlled electronically? So it's something we need to begin to pay attention to, and even talk about. You know, what would happen um, if this zero day thing, where the the switch on the internet was actually turned off and we had problems communicating with cell phones and uh, we couldn't get on the internet. I mean, why do you think something like that would even happen? Well, I I think it goes back to um, 
the theory that you know Q had put out that there would be a blackout of information. There would be a blackout day. And Q said that, and then there would be a 24 uh, seven exposure um, being put out of all of the, um, the evil crimes of the deep state will be exposed. So what, you know, what the, the deep state is doing is they're wargaming it out. Well, if, if that happens, then we'll say, oh, there was a cyber polygon to keep that information from going out um, to people about the, the satanic pedophiles and all of the stuff that the deep state's done. It, they're going to basically expose it all at once. So, and, and they're going to show video that's going to be analog and there's no way you can actually um, turn it off. It'll just be, that will be going on. So everybody finds, sees it out. Well, then the dark, the black cats are, are planning to, well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll shut down global communication so that that information doesn't get out. And so they're predicting that to happen, even though, but, but really what they're doing is they're planning to make that happen. Um, to shut down that communications. And so I, I wonder if like the airline safety computers failed and that was why we had the stoppage of the FAA, you know, um, yeah. all of those, all those flights were down, but we had the whole system that went down for um, uh, during the holidays with that, with one company, the Southwest. So I think that, you know, and then there, I guess there was another report that Bank of America account holders had money missing from their account. So there, I, I just easily see that, that this could take place, and then the World Economic Forum um, guys over there actually not just not just predicting it, but they're actually planning it, orchestrating it um, for their own evil purposes, and then capitalizing on it. So that's what we have. We have a massive game of five D chess going on right now, and um, it, you know it's 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 interesting to watch happen all in in, in real time. Yeah, I wonder how hard it would be. I know that yeah, like the pipeline in the Black Sea, when that that major pipeline was very quickly destroyed by um, possibly Washington, Washington and Great British um, uh, SEAL teams for whatever they used to destroy it. I think uh, really most of our network is under the water and could pretty easily i think like mm -hmm. a pipeline be cut or severed we've seen yep. attacks when i was up in uh washington state there were visiting over christmas there were quite a few what they called um domestic terrorist attacks against uh the electrical grids and the phone grids so it just makes you wonder well you know what what couldn't be shut down would be elon musk's starling Starlink system. Yeah, hopefully that. Yeah, definitely. As long as, you know, as long as the black cats don't get a hold of that, as long as the white hats maintain control. Yep. You know this uh, this Davos meeting where they're talking about this uh, cyber polygon. It, it sounds a lot like Event Two Hundred One Two Point You know. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's and when you start to do pattern recognition, you start to see that you, you kind of have an expectation. Okay, this this probably isn't very far away. Is you know because event two hundred one wasn't very far away, right? They met in October, I think it was November, and and I think by December, you know, they were it was already fully working, and people started noticing it in January, and then by the time March came along for the U.S., and so at least half a year at the most. So if they're meeting now and they're planning this out, um, or not even planning it out, I think they're actually laying it out. For the rest to see i mean i'm sure it's, it took a lot longer planning and it's probably been planned behind the scenes 
you know, months or years ago. Um, so it sounds like it could be something very soon. And, and also we have been hearing about it for years. I mean, literally years. I know with the whole queue and, and people, the anons talking about it and preparing and, you know, even praying medic, you know, he, he, he was given dreams day after day after day for weeks and even months about ham radio. And when he gets those dreams like that, he, he says, that's the Lord telling him, this is, this is the area I want you to focus in on. You'll, you'll eventually need it, you know? So we'll see. Oh, you got yours, huh? Uh, yep. when, when, when the stuff goes down, we'll be able to communicate through ham radio. Everybody get one. Yeah. yeah. The good well, thing is that. The have good... a can on a string that I'll be using. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. The world economic forum. I mean, if anybody spent even five minutes researching them, they are a bunch of very, very evil satanic people that are, um, the people at the top are, are, are being controlled by satanic plans. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're, they're predicting this catastrophe. They predicted the, the, you know, they were part of the predicting, predicting of the, um, the pandemic. And I think of even when Fauci, you know, it was like a couple, six months before president Trump got an office set or, at, you know, he, he said this current coming president, it was like just before he got in office, this coming president will see a global pandemic happen. Like, yeah. How did he know that? Well, yeah, he knew that because he paid to set up the the the, the lab uh, through that Harvard professor, Lieberman, who was a 61 year old um, Harvard professor who set up the Wuhan Institute of Virology lab. And he was being paid by the CCP as well. And he hit his. Um, he hit his uh, his taxes that he was getting $50,000 a month from the CCP and he was paid half a million dollars to set up the lab. Well, you know, there's a reason that Fauci knew that this was coming. It's because he's part of the inside team of people who are actually planning these things. And, you know, so anyways, the World Economic Forum is just a, a debauchery. The, the people there are just, it just blows me away how full of arrogance they are. Um, and, you know, there's a there's actually they're one. They're the ones pushing this uh, stateholder capitalism. They're pushing the global climate uh, catastrophe fears. I mean, they're all there right this week, actually um, making videos about how the world's about to end because we haven't taken care of global warming or, you know, and it's interesting because I, I was watching Auk, you know, um, and we know. And he, and he showed, someone had actually posted on Twitter, said in the 1960s, they told us, oh no, in 10 years, all of the global oil is going to be gone. This is 1960. And then in 1970, they said, another ice age is going to happen in 10 years. And then in 1980, they said, acid rain will destroy all the crops on the planet in 10 years. And then 1990s, they said, the ozone layer will be destroyed in 10 years. And none of this ever happened, of course. And then 2000, they said the ice caps were going to be gone in 10 years. Didn't happen. And now uh, they're saying that, you know, if we don't fix the global catastrophes that we're, we're, that are fa we're facing right now with, with uh, the change, that we're going to see all these new catastrophes come. And, and what's the big answer they want? Money. And that's one of the things that John Kerry said. Money, money, money. The way we fix this is we, we enact taxes. And they're actually talking about um, giving a mileage tax for every every mile that you uh, travel in your car that you own. And it just blows me away that these guys flew their private jets all from all over the world with 5,000 armed guard, basically military protecting them. 
and they're to, to tell us all that we all should be taxed on our cars. And it's just, it's a total scam. Yep. Yeah. But, but I mean, when we have a leader like we have in the White House right now who goes along with it and champions it, it's a very, very dangerous thing because the uh, this year um, their their agenda is basically they they gave their top ten agendas that they're pushing the will the world leaders and these are business financers, they're educators, they're um, entrepreneurs, they're they're um, military. And they're also government leaders, um, and so the 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 biggest concern they had uh, was um, the natural disasters and extreme weather events. I think it's is very interesting that that we've had so much rain. Um, you know, it's uh, it's the old um, uh, Hegelian. Is that the Hegelian where you Hegelian dialectic problem? Yep. And then you come up with a solution of the problem and then you charge for the solution of the problem right. and you're the hero. I mean, uh, um, we know that there are tons of weather manipulation programs in government, but the, uh, yeah. the, the, the geoeconomic confrontation and, and that the erosion of social cohesion and social polarization, which is, you know, pitting one group against another and um, basically trying to divide them as much as possible. And then a large scale environmental damage is the next thing on them, their agenda, and then climate change adaptations. And finally, the um, the widespread cyber crime and cybersecurity, and that's why they're doing this, this gaming. So we know that these are the underlying agendas that they go, okay, we, we want to start making the um, the nations begin to affect policies that will go along with these, you know, these ideas. And I just like, let me just uh, share one of the craziest policies that today came out um, was that Representative uh, Sandra Feist, and she is in Minnesota. So this whole, um, uh, the, the social, um, division. She is uh, into the trans, and that's a big thing with the WEF and the whole Davos crew. And so she is lobbying her government right now as a um, a representative in Minnesota House of Representatives. She she wants to. I'm not kidding on this. She wants to put um, menstrual products in the boys' bathrooms in schools so that the identifying boys that have who menstruate can feel comfortable using the boys' bathrooms. I mean, when you have <clears throat> make crazy policies coming out, this is just a, a little kind of a micro crazy. Your freaking crazy. minds. I mean, I don't yeah. even have a place in my head where that would come up as a, po a policy, except for we live in California. So we've we've seen some crazy things. Well, and that's when Davos crew begins to um, make agendas and they are we're supposed to go along with the, the craziness. It makes the whole world crazy. Absolutely. You know, you uh, speaking of that, the whole the whole trans and what she's doing, um, I've got something queued up that, that came across to my feed this week. Uh, so let me 
Let me do that real quick. It's pretty interesting. Um, let me turn that up. Yeah. This is Miss Universe. Miss Universe contest. This happens to be the owner, the new owner of Miss Universe. Miss Universe organization. From now on, it's going to be ran by women, owned by trans women. Women. This is just another, another... to celebrate the power of feminism. So very interesting. Another example of just the, the world gone mad. They, these yeah. people have gone crazy. They lost their minds, and we they are men. and yes. they're demanding that we we men. we men. Yes, it's we men will own it. I mean, talk about deception right in front of your eyes. You know, they they even say it. We men. <laughs> yeah. Well, watch this. There's another one that comes from the World Economic Forum. So. uh World Economic Forum says that wealth will be managed by internal investment committee that seeks to incorporate environmental, social, and, go and governance ESG criteria in its investing strategy to manage the foundation's long-term strategic reserves. Elon Musk responds to this saying, the S in ESG stands for satanic. <laughs> wow. Good for Elon. Good so, for Elon. Some people, are, uh, some people who are uh, billionaires have their brains and wits about them still, and Elon's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord's using them. You know, we're coming up to the end of our hour. I think we covered a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, there there is hope though in all that. Yeah. We are seeing a plan. You know, like we talked about earlier. You know, with the with Biden being chosen to be used to be the one to help expose the corruption and the fraud and the craziness. I mean, absolute craziness. We see it, it it's gone exponential. You know, it's been incremental for many, many years and unnoticeable. And then after Trump got into office, things had to speed up because his, their plan was uh, diverted. Their plan was stalled. And to make up time, they had to speed up. And when you speed things up, that's when people notice. And so we're you at that mistakes. point now. Yep, and you make mistakes. And so we're at that point. So it's actually an exciting thing. And I believe that God's hand is in all of this to expose and to tear down the dark systems. Our enemy are not people, but the things behind these people. And so we speak against and we pray against these systems. And we hope and pray even that those involved would repent and turn yeah. and, and come to Christ. But if they don't, then, then let them be judged because of what they're doing to others. You know, we, I think this morning's Bible study uh, that Brandon and I were involved in, you know, we're talking about uh, causing little ones to stumble. It's better a millstone be tied around your neck and cast into the sea than to cause one of these little ones to be, uh, to, to cause them to stumble. And so this is what's happening, you know, with these lies. Uh, there's so much that it causing all kinds of people to stumble, inject themselves with poison and and put their hope in things and and begin to believe that guys are girls and girls are guys and, and just et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, there will be a time and a reckoning and it's coming. It's coming. And, and, the, and this church is being strengthened and we're starting to speak out. I mean, to this week, there was an um, NFL player or not NFL, excuse me, um, major hockey league player who said he was not going to be a part of the pro um, pride rally 
warm up and wear a jersey that was celebrating pride. And he just said, it's against my, my religious, my convictions. And I'm, I'm staying true to my religion. And I have a right to not be a part of that. And who, how many of you it's going to take? Where, where's the basketball players are going to stand up? Where's the football players are going to stand up? I mean, taking the logo and putting the rainbow on the on the on their every sport logo and pushing this agenda, it just takes a few good men and women in sports saying we are not going to celebrate this. This is not God's plan, and we are seeing people. I, I think we're seeing people get a backbone. We are California is waking up. Amen. People across our nation is are waking up. The church is waking up. She was asleep, and the church is waking up now. And we're, I believe we are seeing um, the exposure, and we're seeing the strengthening of the church, and so that we will actually do what we're called to do, which Jesus said, "Pray as it is in heaven, let it be on earth." That we bring the realities of the kingdom of God, the governance of God, His governance onto the earth, and we we see something that is uh, atrocious. And, and, and asinine and just does not follow science and it, it, it is appalling to God. And we just simply say the emperor has no clothes. That strengthens all the other people to come around us. I got a chance this week to go see Eric Metaxas speak over in San Jose at the church. You know, that church in San Jose, Calvary, they were attacked by Santa Clara County. They were attacked by the feds. They won their case. They sued Gavin Newsom and won their case. And it, all the charges were dropped. They said, we're not paying them. They turned around and said, we're going to, uh, we're, you know, now the county is still trying to enact um, judgment on, against them for staying open during COVID. And they, they, they want to, they want them to pay millions of dollars. And it, it turns out that the county was surveilling them and taking private information from people who were attending the church. That mm -hmm. is unconstitutional. That is a violation of many amendments of our constitution. And that this church, this little church that was like 250, 300 people became like 2,500 people during COVID. Yeah. So what happens is, is that courage begets courage. Those who stand up and speak out and all of a sudden the other people go, gosh, I, I was thinking the same thing, but I, I was too scared to say anything. I'm so glad you are. And we rally, they, and then people rally around those people who have the boldness and the conviction to stand up for what they believe, and that's what I really believe. Wake the Bear is about is where we're seeing patriots become Christians, and we're seeing Christians become patriots. We're seeing a massive awakening, and we're seeing the church wake up as well. All right. Well, that's beautiful. Any closing things, Chris? Well, I'm I'm excited uh, that things are waking up and. And just to go back, always have a plan. You know, we we have our, our first plan is, you know, we're believers. We've got a good God and he is for us. Um, but as you, you notice things happening around you, we're not helpless. We're not victims. We are intelligent solutionaries who can come together and really move move forward with change. And so do not be discouraged. And as you begin to hear this might happen, that might happen, just just at least acknowledge, what would I do? What would I do if something uh, didn't go as I, I expect? And the, the answer is you pray, you listen for the answer from the Lord because he, he does talk to us and uh, you, you stay calm and you do not fear. So that's, that's my last parting uh, words.
All right. Well, with that, we close the night. It was great to have everyone uh, listening and uh, Wake the Bear Radio. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Goodbye. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial. Oh.